look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popwich. How you doing? Well, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you had to think about that one, eh? I did have to think about it. I've got very few complaints, but it was an interesting uh, week in the market. Let's just talk a little bit. We'll get to that in a minute, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about what's coming up on the show today, my friend, because have you ever? we get a lot of questions about the Canada Pension Plan, the CPP. Uh, it's a, a big range of questions, but have you actually wondered ever how it works? I don't How think many Canadians, works. oh, we do, because well, we that's do. about oh, our yeah. job, and I have no life. But uh, <laughs> but the average Canadian doesn't think about how it actually works. They just look at the statement that says how much they're going to get. Right. Uh, there were some changes made in 97. There's some more changes coming. Uh, the amount that we're paying into CPP is increasing. Uh, we're going to educate you a little bit about how the Canada Pension Plan works uh, in today's show. We're also going to uh, try to help you get the most out of your tax returns. We're getting uh, late in the day on tax season, uh, so this will be of interest. Have we're you done your from- taxes? Uh, no, no, I never... You wait till the last day, don't you? Well, no, I don't wait till the last day, but we get, you know, lot, lots of different pieces don't come in until right about now. So yeah. I don't rush to get it done because I know there's going to be... That's what I was going to say because I haven't I haven't finished my, or completed mine yet because there are some taxes that are still coming yeah. in. And so I believe this the next week will be the last week and then yeah. I jump into it. So yeah, 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 that's right. Okay. Uh, that's a whole different show we can do on why. Way to do <laughs> Why all that yeah. stuff comes in late. The accountants don't like that answer when I say do it in the last week because they get bombarded with all the paperwork at that point in time, but that's unfortunate. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, what happened in the markets. War, my friend. War. <laughs> I was on record this week. Um, talking about uh, officially declaring it a war. Now, it's to be clear. It's a war of? Words. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some thought to start Googling North Korea. <laughs> That's right. Some thought trade war. Um, but sure, there's a guarantee this is a war of words, my man. Yeah, and I don't know how much people have been reading up on in history what's happened when it comes to trade wars. Kind of give an overview that right now the... Um, the trade dispute, yep. I'll call it, versus yep. a war. I'm um, going to just call it a negotiation at this point. Oh, wow. Okay. That's very nice of you, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still call it a dispute because <laughs> you don't... Anyways. Anyway, the point is that, um, you know, when Trump followed up after his steel and aluminum uh, issues and the Chinese imports, then he raises the amount and he China's going back and say, we're going to put tariffs on these ones. And, um, you know, when, when you look at um, the threats on tariffs on Harley-Davidson motorcycles... Think about the location of where those sure. the plants are on sure. that, and who, who and bourbon and and jeans, agricultural and, products, Iowa, Texas is, being dragged in. Where who, this is where's more the political than it is yeah. economic, because sure. when you target those industries, um, you're you're going after the the base of yep. Donald Trump and his and his supporters. Right. But I, you know when you look back at history, and I think one part was when um, I think it was uh, King William he imposed tariffs in the uk on french brandy mm-hmm. okay well, and uh, and so uncivilized i know what a, what a guy <laughs> anyways the reason for that he also decriminalized or uh incre- allowed unlicensed gin production in the country right. so what he was trying to do is prevent the imports and, and and stimulate his own economy 
what happened there is for the next 50 years, Britain just loved their gin. <laughs> Overindulgence, let's call it that way. <laughs> a surge in crime and so forth, they, they attribute to the, the gin issue. But who were the winners from that? Right. Who were the winners? Well, um, you... you I'm a gin, I like a gin. gin drinker, so you, <laughs> I won. You, you've benefited from that. <laughs> the individual companies inside the UK benefited, but it became an unproductive or inefficient operation. Right. There is no benefit for that companies or those companies at that time to increase on their technology, the efficiencies, right. the bottom line sustains because you're basically monopolizing the area. Right. And so what happens at some point in the future you can hold risk with your businesses, which will then lead to major layoffs. Right. You're not increasing the knowledge and the, te- and the educational base yep. of your employees and of the citizens. It does have a problem with this. So I think, although you like the fact that you won with gin, many people in the UK lost jobs of course. over the longer period of you time. Bet. So this is a risk. And well, this th- has this been is a risk the... I've been talking about yep, for about yep. a while. Like yep. I'd say a year. Yep. And I've been saying if... If this is where we're going down the path of trade war, I can understand um, um, firing across the, the uh, a shot across the bow just to kind of warn people is what I think Trump is doing. But if it turns into a trade war, there is going to be a bigger swing in the market than what we've seen already. Sure there is. Right? We have seen thousand point swings close to on the Dow Jones. Yeah. We have seen five percent swings in a day in the markets in the U.S. These are the kind of things that we have to be concerned about because we have been away from volatility, I'd say, for almost three years now. That's right. And now it's hitting us in the face, and we forget about it. And, and so think about what your portfolio is doing because of that. Are your, is your portfolio able to stress test these types of issues, and what are the, what's the downside issue in the event we do go through a trade war mm-hmm. on your portfolio? And if you're a do-it-yourself investor, you better calculate that. If you're not and you're having an advisor, ask your advisor. Mm-hmm. What's the downside on my portfolio in the event that this thing gets even um, um, more of a conflict, an actual trade war, than a, a you say discussion, I say trade discussion? Well, I think it's a negotiation. I mean, it's interesting to watch the, uh, the trading, as you said, the volatility in the markets um, being – driven entirely by the rhetoric at this point. And, and I get it. I mean, market participants are trying to form their own thesis about where they think this thing is going to end up. And ultimately, you've been harping about protectionism for, as you said, at least a year now. I mean, it might even be longer than that. Uh, and this is, you know, this is signs of that. Now, I, I, I'm going to be interested to see lots of indications are that um, the U.S. is softening its stance, making some progress on NAFTA. Um, I'll be curious to see over the course of the next week or so if we if we get some language, some dialogue around uh, progress made there, I'll be curious to see if Trump really, the, the administration wants to fight uh, trade wars on every single front with Europe, with China, with Canada, with Mexico, with everybody, or is this negotiating posture? That's really what we're trying to figure out. Now, we're also going to get into earnings season in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. you know, in the This is going to be fun. Yeah. I am really, really looking forward to this because this is where the rubber meets the road. Everything that's going on in the markets from volatility does not mean a thing if the fundamentals don't change of a company, right. if they're still able to sell. Right? I, I'm hearing in the, in, in the backgrounds uh, this week uh, people saying, sell Apple, but go to Apple Bees because Apple sells to China. Apple Bees doesn't sell to <laughs> right, China. Right. And I'm hearing all that kind of stuff, and I'm like, that's not the way you're supposed to look at it that simple. It is a bigger issue. Right. I Remember, tariffs... And trade war back in the 30s 
impacted American farmers initially. They made the tariffs go from, I believe it was um, 890 tariffs to well over 20,000 tariffs. Canada and the Europeans um, basically had a trade war against the U.S. in 34. That led up to the yep. Great Depression. Yep. I'm not saying that's the cause only of the Great Depression, but that was the run-up. I don't know if we're going to go through a Great Depression because we're so globalized, but any kind of increase in tariffs could have a major impact on recession. Yeah, it could. And here, But here's the complexity of this thing. And, and you know, uh, thank you for the history lesson going back. <laughs> I don't know, a couple of hundred, 500 years to uh, a few hundred years to, you know, 70 or 80 years. What are or, you going to do in minus 25 degree weather? Stop yeah. for read this stuff. You right? really don't have a life. But I thank you for that. I it don't. was awesome. Yes, thanks. Thanks. But think about, <laughs> think about the complexity of the global environment right now. You know, I was talking about this week um, on the radio about uh, with Gordon and uh, Ange about um, take the Trump administration's passing of their major piece of legislation with tax reform. Some of that tax reform is on personal tax reform, and some of that money that uh, people get as a result of tax savings they're going to spend. Okay, So on the one hand, we expect it to be stimulative. But if people are going to spend it and going to go to local businesses that import goods from, say, China, okay, this is going to actually exacerbate the import problem. Yeah, but don't forget, the tariff issue doesn't come into play into the economy for months. Oh, no, I'm, I, I agree. The That's why I think it's a negotiation is happening now. Correct. Right. So there's a lag between the two. But so if you spend should... your money right away, it's going to hit the economy right away. If you spend your money six months to a year from now, that's when those tariffs could take an issue. Oh, but I'm not even saying that. What I'm saying is if you spend it right now, we're going to see that, that trade deficit with China continue to increase because they export a lot of product to the U.S., right? So it's interesting. So on the one hand, he's taking steps that will ultimately lead to an increase in the trade deficit with many countries that they import from. On the other hand, we're fighting a trade war on every single front, saying, hey, we've got these problems. Yeah. I, and I only point that out to say this, the, the globalization is going to be a very, very difficult thing to reverse, right? The uh, economies of the world are so interconnected today, as you said, it's not as simple as saying, I'm going to apply a tariff here and I get gin you know, out the other end. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not that simple. Here's where I think Trump um, might have made a mistake. I think by not being part of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, mm -hmm. where he's got one of other 11 other partners that can put pressure on China, right. he's now being the, the lone gunslinger, right. right? which causes a big problem because right. now it's TPP versus Trump. Right. Now it's because they're all unified together. Now right. it's uh, the Canadian and the Europeans. Right. Canadian and Mexican right. versus Trump. Right. That's not a good spot to be in if you're the, um, the largest economic superpower and and dwindling. Right. And U.S. business is concerned. Let's make no mistake about that. Uh, U.S. business is concerned. So, uh, Faisal, I think the takeaway here is that this is only a war of words at this point. We have a couple of months before anything actually happens, and um, we'll see what that dialogue continues to be and what the negotiated outcome is. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about how to position in light of all this uncertainty because we all still have lives yeah. as we retire, and we need to support those lifestyles. And there's a five-pillar investment strategy approach that we take on that actually helps and protects and grows during these types of market conditions. And we'll talk about that on Tuesday, April 17th, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So give us a call, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. We want to educate you a little bit about how the Canada Pension Plan works. Stick around for that after the break. You're on 770 CHQR and More Than Money.
David Popowich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popowich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund, an investment industry regulatory organization of Canada.